Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. I'm Andrew. I'm Jessica. And welcome to Swimcast. Which stands for See What You Missed, colon, the podcast. This is the podcast where Jessica makes me watch movies that were near and dear to her heart as a teenage girl in the 90s. And were you still a teenager in the early aughts? Technically. Technically, yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was not a teenager, I was a grown-ass man, and living in Japan in the 90s, so I didn't see these movies, and they were not targeted at me, and I would not have watched the movies even if I wasn't in Japan. So now Jessica is correcting this error and making me watch these movies against my will to a certain extent. I should go back and keep track of how many of them you've actually enjoyed. <laughs> like, not the ones that we both hated, but like the ones that were actually genuine classics. I think you've liked all of them, which which I feel justified with. Like Clueless, and you even like She's the Man, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's not that I... Again, these are movies you're correcting the error of my ways because I wouldn't have watched these movies and some of them have been pretty good. Not all of them. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, God. (laughs) But you gotta gotta have... Thinking of Private Valentine. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, oh, that was our best... Hey, that was our drug episode, which was number 10, which this one, I just realized, is number 20. So, in theory, we should be getting drunk right now. (laughs) <laughs> go make myself a cocktail even though it is quite early in the day today it's afternoon so it's fair game that's true so jessica since our last record has anything exciting happened i can breathe the air <laughs> the, the climate apocalypse has taken a brief respite so this morning i went out for a walk because i was like because it, ra- it poured rain yesterday, which I think is why the air was so much better. And so I went for a walk today because I was just like feeling super restless. I was like, I need to breathe fresh air. I need to move my legs. Yeah, that's that's my, my big exciting news. I went for a 30 minute walk. <laughs> we did kind of mention this in the pre-show talking to each other, but because I had to confirm with you whether the air quality was good because it is overcast and it's, been hard to tell what's bad air and what's uh, cloud cover in the past oh week yeah oh 11 days apparently the news oh wow so well no because i woke up this morning and it was like super bright i was like oh my goodness and i looked out and there was even like peaks of blue sky but then yeah it clouded over Ah. and it got real muggy but like i'll take it over you know choking (laughs) Yes, at least (laughs) where the air tries to kill you. Yeah, at least you can go out and go for a walk. I've also been kind of frustrated that I can't go for a walk because I've actually would be doing more damage to myself by going out for a walk than to sit at home and do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like I think Thursday. Yeah, Thursday when I drove home from work, it was quite warm, so I I cracked the windows in my car. 
And I was having like, I don't know, I was in a good mood. I was like, I'm gonna have some epic Shania Twain sing-alongs to myself in my car <laughs> with my window open. But then when I got home, I was like choking. Oh, wow. Coughing, because I'd been breathing all of this toxic uh, forest fire and traffic exhaust air mixed together. I was like, oh, that's a terrible idea. And with singing too, you're breathing deeply and you're bringing those particles. Exactly further in. Yeah, it was a bad idea. Because <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm coughing. I'm like, deadly virus or air pollution? <laughs> That's everybody's, you know. Monday and Tuesday, I was feeling, oh, I don't know. And then I'm just like, no, it's pollution. My body is overwhelmed with pollution. Yeah. Well, yeah, for me, because like the, the big difference, like early on in the, the pandemic, you're like, oh no, am I, am I sick? But my eyes were super itchy or b bothering me. So I'm like, that's definitely the pollution. Just like early on, it was like, no, that's that's pollen. Mm. It's not a virus. <laughs> so, oh my God. What a year. Exactly. <laughs> the rising tides. It's the apocalypse. It's the end of times. It's the apocalypse. Oh yeah, so uh, have you gotten up to anything this week? Not a lot, except yesterday I did a lot of, I guess, as you might say, adulting. Ew. <laughs> Worst. <laughs> well, I don't know. As an adult, I was quite happy with the amount of things I got done by a fairly early part of the day. Uh, although I realized that I was like, wow, that really sounds like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I went to the dentist and I was super stoked about going to the dentist and getting my teeth oh. cleaned. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I had an appointment canceled in April and I've still yet to remake it. Well, exactly. <laughs> Thanks I, for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in since February. I was supposed to have an appointment in between. And uh, so you know, luckily my teeth are still holding on and nothing, you know, <laughs> nothing horrible has happened uh, over the time. The dentist was quite happy. So that was good. I got my hair you did. You just gotta get some dentures. <laughs> ah, no, I'm trying my hardest to keep my teeth. As Oh, as my grandmother used to say to me, be true to your teeth or they'll be false to you. Oh, no. Oh, that's so you come by your punning naturally. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so my grandparents are French, and so they just did a lot of swearing, so that ah, explains me. Ah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then I also, I got my hair did, you know. <laughs> which Andrew's a fancy lady. <laughs> well, as we know, there's not a lot of hair to do, so... <laughs> Uh, it was very fast, and uh, yeah, it's just shorter. <laughs> what's what's left of it? And uh, oh yeah, I texted you because I got myself an entire new wardrobe in forty minutes. Because <laughs> I, I go, I go to one store and then I just buy uh, I bought a pair of pants and seven shirts. So <laughs> forty minutes I later, I was back to in the be car. Proud of. <laughs> oh, I am as a guy, I'm super stoked that it was like, <laughs> wow, I got so much and amazingly because uh, usually I have to try on every shirt to make sure that the cut fits because it really varies from shirt to shirt, not even type of shirt even. So 
everything I tried what? on. You're telling me that clothes aren't perfectly sized to a human body? Yeah, exactly. That's As a woman, I have no idea what that's like. Yeah, it's, it's so messed up. <laughs> so everything fit and I'm like, okay, great. My, my arm was hurting by the amount of stuff I was carrying by the time I took it up to the counter. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So that was a very successful shopping trip as far as I'm concerned. Don't have to worry about it for months now. <laughs> I make fun, but I would say like a solid like 80 to 90% of my clothes all come from like winners. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. same kinda. <laughs> uh, I think 95% of my wardrobe comes from Marks. <laughs> Are you, but you're not an auto mechanic or? <laughs> no, it is not Mark's Work Warehouse anymore. They rebranded uh, probably a decade ago as Mark's because they do have women's clothes. Caroline has bought things. Yeah, I've, I've gotten stuff there. I've gotten some good jeans there. Yeah. Definitely, there is the worker or workman section at the back of the store. And yeah. uh, I did see some dudes who look like they do construction or stuff. Yeah. yeah. The Carhartts, the steel toe boots. Yes. But Those dudes don't wear masks in stores. <laughs> shocker. Yeah. <laughs> I had my monkeys and bananas uh, mask on, so. <laughs> uh, seeing people not wear masks in stores now makes me insane. Like, yeah. even the stores that it's not mandatory, I'm like, why would you do that? Like, I don't know if we even chatted about it on the podcast. I want to just say, like, even when it's not mandatory, it's like you choose where you want to take your risks, right? So yeah. it's like, why have a risk when you're buying steel toe boots? Like, save <laughs> it for when you do want to go to a restaurant or once or twice, or you do want to see your family or your friends. Why do it while you're running errands or something not worth it at all? It's so stupid. Right. And, and you can't keep a distance from people in a store. It's it's not feasible in most cases yeah. as, as much as you would like to try. You're coming close to everybody. Exactly. And like by wearing masks, you allow that to happen. And then you reduce the need for us to like shut down everything and like wait 45 minutes in a line outside of a superstore, especially now when it's becoming winter and it's going to be cold and raining. It's like, no, <laughs> just stop being dumb. Stop being macho. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm shaking my fist at the monitor. You've, you've triggered me. Okay, well, let's move on from this material that will probably generate some one-star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I think you're going to like it, Andrew. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> because cause today we're going to revisit the Bring It On-Averse. No! <laughs> That's why, right. Why are we doing this? I thought we were done. We, we we watched the first two. Do we really have to go on? I told you, we ha we're we watching all eight, so... or No, <laughs> there's not eight. <laughs> oh, they're going to keep making them. There will be eight by the time we get there. Oh. <laughs> It'll be like, bring it, bring it on nine. Zoom cheerleading. <laughs> Okay, uh, you're winning me over with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, we're still we're still back in the mid aughts, I think. Uh, with Bring It On Three, Tokyo Drift. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, otherwise known as Bring It On, All or Nothing. 
All right, but yes. in, but in the uh, in the spirit of true transparency, Andrew, is there anything you'd like to uh, admit before we start watching this movie? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to uh, say uh, how we found this movie to watch by chance. Uh, how- what what do you mean? <laughs> How did we find this movie to watch? You didn't you didn't go into a, a, a London Drugs and buy two copies of it on DVD. <laughs> you didn't. You, the, no, you didn't no, buy... you're wrong. You're wrong, Jessica. It was Superstore. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I've just. Okay. Yes, I bought us both the Bring It On collection. <laughs> on DVD. We have all six movies. We both have a copy so that we can watch them from home. Do this remote uh, as the, remote as the cast. case says. As the case says, six times the spirit and sass. Okay, fine. Yes, I bought the movies. I'm responsible for this continuation of the of this Bring It On series that we're watching. <laughs> the Bring It Oniverse, please. <laughs> Oh, it's been broughten. Okay, so being an, an older man buying two copies of cheerleading DVDs, did ya, you get any funny looks? <laughs> any comments from the cashier? No, the cashier did not comment and did not say a thing, so I think that speaks volumes that I was a super creep. <laughs> <laughs> or they were like, I can't believe I have to do this. <laughs> I'm putting my life at risk working <laughs> as an essential worker so this man can buy two copies of the Bring It On six movie cheer pack. <laughs> when you when you say it like that. <laughs> I have a pretty great story about being judged by a cashier, so uh <laughs> for buying something. <laughs> Oh, I, I have two, but I, I I don't know that I will ever share them. Oh, oh, uh, uh, oh I don't want to know. <laughs> Does it involve a beaded curtain? Mmm. Um, tell me about yours. Something. Tell me about yours, Jessica. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, years ago, what year would it be? Oh, my God, 19 years ago, when my friend and I were backpacking through Europe, we were in Portugal and we were in this mall, kind of like a Portuguese superstore, basically. It was like this giant supermarket that had, you know, like home stuff and DVDs or oh, <laughs> CDs okay. yeah. uh, as, as the story will progress. But it also had like buckets of dried fish and like <laughs> dried pork hanging from the ceiling because Portugal. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this giant superstore. Anyway, I dug, there was like a, a bin of discount CDs, you know, as as is wont for a superstore. Yes. So I found it was um, Aaron Carter, <laughs> of the younger brother of Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys, who was probably, I think, like 11 or 12 years old. I vaguely remember his breakout, yes. He used to be this... Yeah, cute little kid and like a little pop star. And so I bought this CD because it was not available in Canada. This is something that only the Europeans were into. Hmm. So I got the CD and go up to the, the checkout. And I think we, we were buying other stuff too, like food and 
whatever. So I think by that point, the, the cashier knew that we didn't speak Portuguese, <laughs> that we, we spoke English. And then she gets to the CD and she like looks me straight in the eye. She goes, why you buy this? This is for kids. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so my friend, my friend Lou, who I was with, like to this day, to this day, why you buy this? This is for kids. <laughs> oh, the shame. <laughs> Anyways, now now the world, now our fives of listeners know my shame. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we shall we bring it on, Andrew? Yes, bring it on three, <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Here we come. We are back from this movie. The surprisingly well done and high budget movie for the third in a series. Yeah. It was like way more uh, expensive looking, let's say, than the second one. Uh, exactly. It had more names in it and better acting than the second one. Yeah, and like a, a deep soundtrack or rich soundtrack. Mm, indeed. Like, I, I recognize like 10, 11 songs. It wasn't just like they paid for one song and reused it for the whole movie like they usually do. Like they did in movies one and two, because I, I seem to recall. Yeah, exactly. I seem to recall that all of the music in at least the first one was just all cheer music. It was it wasn't anything, any big name music. No. Yeah, like no pop hits. Right, right. Where this one, you would probably go and buy the CD of the soundtrack because it had so many hits. Yeah, well, it had like all of Gwen Stefani's solo debut, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It had some Avril Lavigne. And of course, lots of Rihanna, as Rihanna (laughs) makes a cameo in this movie, too. Yes, and she actually has a few lines in it, too. Which yeah. surprised me because you said something that that made me laugh that w- that we were going to get a a throw to Rihanna, who we only see the back of her of a a, a Rihanna lookalike walking away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like with the with the Royals in that last movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or, but yeah, no, it was actually it was actually Rihanna. <laughs> oh, we uh, get we get yet again another cover of Mickey. Except it's sung Britney because, yeah, of course, Hayden Panettiere's character is Britney, the main character. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I think just to briefly sum up the plot a little bit, sure. I'm going to do it by reading the back of the DVD. <laughs> okay. So it says, get ready for more fun, attitude, and excitement in this comedy, exclamation point. When popular <laughs> Britney Allen, Hayden Panettiere moves from posh Pacific Vista to working class Crenshaw Heights. Her life goes from cheertopia to cheertastrophe. Brittany finds herself at odds with her new classmates, especially head cheerleader Camille Solange Knowles Smith, but she wins a spot on the cheer squad and faces her former team in a crosstown cheer off to star in music sensation Rihanna's upcoming video. Only one team can 
quotation marks, bring it and earn a place in cheer history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how the, the, the back cover there. Yeah, because this, this movie doesn't like an underdog story. <laughs> yeah, the, the back cover there says working class high school or working class part of town. No, it, 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 it's pretty rough. It's the other side of the tracks. Well, yeah, it's like the Compton Clovers in the first movie. Like, yeah, that's right, it's right, very right. much like that part of Los Angeles. That's like the rough part of Los Angeles. Because when she goes to the school, uh, the teacher like tells her to copy down everything that's on the board. And she's like, why don't you just give me a book? They're like, we don't have money for books, books yeah. or computers. <laughs> or... And then like the teacher gets paged to the principal's office to like give a deposition about a lockdown that happened. And like <laughs> then they're like in the cafeteria and the food is all like really bad mush, <laughs> unidentifiable mushes. And it's like, okay, we get it. They're poor. And... Of course, it becomes the, the fish out of water story. There were some parts, especially when she first shows up at the school. Ah, there was a lot of really cringy stuff. And there certainly were some yes. other things in this movie that were hella cringy. But yeah, because uh, some of them, yeah. yeah, like some of them were done on purpose because like the, That's true. the, the evil girl, the girl that took over as head cheerleader at Pacific Vista when Hayden Panettiere left, she had some very appalling lines, like oh, very, yes. very racist. So like, but those were obviously intentional to show how horrible she was. But then there were like the microaggressions and like the things that you could tell they thought were okay. And you're like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> well, it was okay to put that in a movie in 2006. Yeah, which was also kind of upsetting. I'm like, 2006, I'm like, oh, that's that's too recent. We shouldn't do it on this podcast. And then watching it, I'm like, like the fashion, I'm like, oh my God, it was so long ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, so like, that's upsetting. Mm. 16 years. Yeah. Probably 17 since they filmed right. it. God. Right, right. Because there were things like bulimia jokes right off the bat. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. although the, the, the funny little twist was later in the movie where, what was her name? You told me it was, uh, Carisha? Yeah. Carisha says to her, we got to fatten you up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because so when, yeah, when Brittany is at her school, they're like, the, oh yeah, the joke's like, if the, ever there was an argument for bulimia, it would be Brianna's ass. And then they like cut to... Brianna, who's like this hot, hot girl. <laughs> and she's like eating chips or something. And then they're like, oh my God, you're so fat. You have to stop eating or you can't be on the team. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah, and so they contrast that with that at the, the new school. But so like, I, that's like sort of like a racial microaggression where they're like, yeah, black girls need to have big fat asses. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> How about we just don't talk about anybody's body? How about that instead? <laughs> well, that was not what was happening back then. That's for sure. Oh, no. and I, I, did, I, I loved Car I loved Carisha though. She was, I think she was like my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was pretty funny. I have to call out some ageism as <laughs> as the old person on this podcast uh, when she's talking to her parents and saying, it's okay for you guys to move across town. You're old and your lives are over. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's when, so the, the actress that plays the mom, I was like, oh my God, I recognize her. She was on Saved by the Bell in the college years. So I was like, wait, Saved by the Bell. I'm like, they're only a few years older than me. And she's playing the mom in like 2006. So I like Googled the actress and I was like, how old? So I was like, okay, now like in 2020, Hayden Panettiere is 31. So she yes. would have been a teenager, I guess. In oh, this right. Movie. Yeah. Very much a teenager. But, and then the actress that plays the mom now is 54. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, that was the teen show I watched when I was a teen. You're not in your 50s. <laughs> I mean, granted, she was probably, she was obviously like in her 30s when she made, she was on college years, but I was like, that's, oh no. <laughs> and I thought, again. Grim specter of death. <laughs> it's like whenever I see a picture of Freddie Prince Jr. and <laughs> with all his gray hair, I'm like, no, no. Stop. As I've pointed out in several previous podcasts where they get somebody who looks like somebody else, I thought the father had a vague resemblance to Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, a little bit. Like, I recognized him. Like, he was definitely a character actor, but nobody where I'm like, oh, my God, it's that guy from that thing. Like, I think he's just like a, a general sort of working actor. Okay. Oh, here's the dad. He was... He was in, he, oh, he, he was like a bit of an actor. I, like he was in Major League, Major League Two. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my God. Oh, he was in, um, oh, like a lot of 80s, like what's it, Can't Buy Me Love, the 80s movie Can't Buy Me Love. He was like on Cheers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. A oh. lot of stuff. Like I knew I recognized his face. <laughs> Before we move away from the parents, I just yeah. want to bring up, because both of us were just like, dying when Brittany's mother says, sometimes I cheer for your daddy. And no, she said, she's like, we never give up cheerleading. She's like, I still cheer. I cheer for your daddy every night. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like full body heave. Like, hey, that is come, so come on, Jessica, don't be kink shaming. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's just like that. No, no, no. That's gross. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like kink shaming to me, but. Uh... No, it's, I guarantee you it's not. <laughs> okay. But... It's cringe shaming. Yeah. That's so gross. <laughs> but it is a multi-generational cheer family because her mom was a cheerleader. Maybe even the grandmother. We don't know. They didn't say Oh, yeah. That. No, yeah, like the, the, the trophy case full of trophies. That's one thing I was, like, thinking, like, while they're at the competition, it struck me that so far none of these movies have had, like, super aggressive cheer parents. Mm. And that yeah. is, like, as they would definitely exist. Because <laughs> at one point there was a show on Netflix, which, like, this year, which is one of the things that people use to be like, hey, remember when... Parasite won Best Picture at the Oscars. That was this year. <laughs> so the show on Netflix called Cheer was like, it was on Netflix in February and it was oh. like a big, what everybody wanted to talk about until March happened. <laughs> and then March, 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 hot March, autumn March, which we're in now. <laughs> yeah, it was the show Cheer. So it was like, it was sort of a docu-series about this cheer team 
at a school that didn't have tons and tons of money and they're trying to like make it to the regionals or whatever but it had like the intense intense cheer parents and that's weird that it's missing from these bring it on movies because it is such a subculture in the states you know like this Mm. huge money in it right yeah we have not seen that in the first three movies but yeah, yeah yeah so that's what that struck me as as weird but like you said like the mom had all the cheer trophies and she was very like pro but she wasn't like at the the competition you know doing miming the moves from the stands you know huh that was weird what what struck me as a little weird too is where the cheerleaders were wearing their cheerleader clothing in class i don't i don't know that just seemed (laughs) weird to me but that's that's such teen movie um that's such a teen movie thing like on the show glee the cheerleaders wore the cheer costumes the whole time. <laughs> That's why in um in what well, we just watched the the parody, the not another teen movie, the three cheerleaders always walked around in their cheer <laughs> uniforms. Okay, and it was funny because we talked about product placement in this movie, but the one thing that was n- <laughs> oh my okay, God, okay, okay, weakest, okay, but before we get kissed product placement, yeah. The, 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 before we get to that, there was one thing that struck me as weird because when the cheerleaders all went and got coffee, it was from this made up thing, the coffee beanery, you know, as opposed to like Starbucks or something. Well, the coffee bean mm-hmm. is like a big chain in the States, in California, I think specifically. Right, but this so was the coffee. Was it, was it the coffee bean? No, it was the coffee it beanery. And so obviously a made up thing for some reason that they couldn't get Starbucks to sponsor. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, or even the coffee bean. Right. Um, I didn't, when did they get coffee? I, <laughs> I don't know if that's a super important uh, plot point <laughs> is getting coffee, but I didn't, I didn't recognize that. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the product placement they did have was that singular wireless oh my god they were really really pushing that on like the early video phones right um yeah and uh the other one that was awesome was soby iced tea like those oh, yeah, big yeah, yeah, glass yeah, yeah. bottles with the lizards that. on them i was yeah. freaking out i was like oh my god soby iced tea <laughs> yeah like those glass bottles that had like the lizard on it and all the they were all like carrot flavored and stuff <laughs> I do vaguely oh, remember that. Like, it wasn't a big deal to me, but yeah. but I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, 2006 seems a bit late for that because I was pretty sure I was, like, in high school or at least university when those were such a huge deal. But I guess they were trying to... Like, one of them, I think, said, like, Sobe Sport or Sobe Light or something. So maybe that was them trying to diversify um... their brand to hang on before they completely vanished. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the the movie we watched that has orbits. Uh, I was just it. gonna say. I was just gonna say. <laughs> yes! Were they yes! pushed pushed out of the market by orbits? <laughs> yeah. No, orbits was earlier. Orbits was definitely when I was in junior high because I remember my junior high was close to the mall, so mm. we'd go to the mall at lunchtime and we'd go to HMV and they were like giving away free bottles of orbits soda at HMV. <laughs> R.I.P. music stores and beverages that had little globbies in them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, no, bubble so tea. So appetizing. Bubble tea. I know, well, bubble tea, but like they didn't, 
bubble tea, they settle to the bottom. They don't like swirl around like a That's lava lamp. True. Like That's Orbitz true. was like lava lamp soda. Yeah, so I remember like they were just so, 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 so sweet too. But man, those, I've seen them like pop up on the internet, like people who who bought them on eBay or something. But I'm like, oh god, that's thirty year old soda. That's gonna be not fresh. Oh yeah. I can't imagine they drink it so much as just collect it. But and the one thing that this movie did far more than everything else, even the parody movie, was just all of the bastardization of cheer words, like, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cheerocracy. Um, yeah, they brought that back. Cheer, cheer sanity. I think, oh, there was another one. I didn't write cheer, it down because I was like, mutiny. oh, I'll remember it. It was a cheer, cheer mutiny. mutiny. Yeah, cheer mutiny. And then there was one other... I should have written it down. I did not. Cause, because, like, I started really enjoying this movie. So whenever I'm enjoying it, I don't take enough notes because I'm just <laughs> watching. I did take quite a few notes, though. They did bring up Spirit Fingers that she oh, got, yeah, she got shut down immediately for. And uh, they talked about Spirit Law. That oh, yes, yes, yes. I did write that down. There were all these rules that you had to live your, like, a code to live by. Yeah. <laughs> and Spirit. and the uh, the poor dead pom-poms. <laughs> they have a funeral for the pom-poms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. When Hayden Panettiere finds out that her dad got transferred at work and she has to move to Crenshaw Heights, her cheer team makes her vow that she'll never cheer again. So they have a funeral for her. They, she buries her pom-poms in the ground. <laughs> right. Because I liked how one of the boys was shoveling the dirt back on top and then tamping it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We're like, oh my God, what, what's going on? <laughs> and then she's like, no, no, I can't. She like throws herself on, on the cheer grave and <laughs> rips the pom-poms out of the ground. <laughs> and then there were things like, well, now she's at Crenshaw High School and all the guys are crumping. So then you got white girl crumping and it's just like, oh, oh cringe, that cringe. That was the most painful of like, I think the whole movie. The, I would, Cause yeah, they were at cheer practice. Cause like the, the guys that are on the cheer team, you know, like the ones that do all like the tossing and the, the backflips and stuff, they were over during practice messing around and crumping and then like Hayden Panettiere goes over and she's like, stop, stop fighting. And they're like, bitch, we're not fighting. This is crumping. And I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Don't let Hayden Panettiere crump. But like, you know sure exactly enough. what was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, like in her pastel yellow sports bra. I was like, oh no, stop, <laughs> stop this now. <laughs> Even though we can't see each other because we're talking over the phone, but I think we were both just cringing into a fetal position watching that. Yeah, it's like, no, oh. Yeah, and it went on, like, a little bit too long. Yeah. Just enough that, like, they made you watch it. <laughs> they made you watch it happen. They couldn't just, you know, imply, imply that it happened. Exactly. That's a, a, an occasion where show, don't tell, it, it did not work. <laughs> They could have been like, wow, did you see her crumping at practice yesterday? Yeah, it was really surprising. <laughs> nope. She's like, show me how to do that. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to make us put it into our cheers. So like, because otherwise they had fairly traditional cheers. It wasn't like 
oh yeah, like the black school has the really black cheers and like, no, no, no. She, coming from Pacific Vista, introduced crumping into their cheers. <laughs> like if ever there's been a, like a white savior plot line, please. <laughs> oh, worst. Well, another woker joke moment that really uh, triggered me was the uh, piece of delivery of pepperoni and pineapple. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. Blasphemy. Like, Blasphemy. I was like, no. Ham, and, ham pineapple. and pineapple. It's a Hawaiian, <laughs> it's a Canadian invention invented in, I, know. I believe, like, Hamilton. <laughs> I know, like, and pineapple on pizza, like, I feel like in the past year and a bit has become such a, like, uh, it's such a divisive topic. <laughs> and I'm like, you're... No, it's all, it's been a thing since like the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not only now a problem. It's like, you can like it or not like it. It's not your whole personality. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> and of course the, the boyfriend, Brad, typical dirt bag. He's, oh, he's the jock. <laughs> the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, cause that, there's so many things in this that were just uncomfortable. Cause like he's the boyfriend. Because she's the head cheerleader and he's the quarterback. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, this is the lore. We must follow it. But <laughs> Oh, and, but and he, she's a virgin and he's known for scoring, which he makes a joke and he doesn't oh. even he doesn't realize he made a joke until just after. He's like, oh, I just made a joke. Yeah, oh I know. And like it was so rapey. Cause she's like she said mm. she said oh, out yeah. loud something that she's a virgin. He's like, don't say that. And he like he like grabs her and like covers her mouth. <laughs> and then it, it was saying like he has a reputation and she's just like straight up, no, like I am not ready to have sex with you. I do not want to have sex with you. And he was like, Come on, come on, just do it. We'll have a sex at homecoming. It was especially cringy because she was very like vocal with her dissent. Like, no, <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, like she was hadn't decided. She was like, no means no, stop. Oh, so the worst, he was the worst. And then she shows up at the new school and there's that one guy like smacking everybody on the ass. Right. Like not okay. And then eventually like she, he does it like one too many times. So she like grabs him by the balls and she's like, I will rip them off if you touch me one more time. I was like, finally. And then she trash talks him by saying, well, not so much balls, more like raisins. Yeah, or grapes. She said, yeah, (laughs) rip off your grapes or whatever. I was like, finally, like, but then that guy, like, and that guy didn't even have like a creepy arc. Like he, he sort of was like the best friend of the Hmm. the love interest at the new school. And he was kind of like the jokey fun guy that, you know, he wasn't painted as like a creep otherwise. Yeah, there were also other things like at, uh, what was it, Pacific Heights? Is that the first one? Pacific Vista. Vista, okay. That's pretty much the all white school with the one, I was gonna say one token Asian, which is the the character Amber, but uh, by the end of the movie, you, you she wasn't just the token person in the movie because we've seen this in other movies where, you know, they are just in there for a couple of scenes. They get a couple lines, but Amber has uh, quite a significant uh, part in the movie, and so yeah, arc. she yeah, so she has she's definitely a a major secondary character in the movie. So I was kind of uh, happy to see that uh, that she wasn't just there as a token Asian. 
And yeah, uh, she was like the foil. She was like another foil for Winnie, who was the the evil cheerleader who right. took over. Yeah. Right. But then when Hayden Pantier goes to Crenshaw, she's the token white girl because the school is there are a few white girls in the school or white kids in the school she goes to try and sit with them and even they won't sit with her they all well yeah like they I all mean, bail. she was the white girl but she was also the rich girl right the spoiled uh, little rich girl okay, fair, who shows fair. up in her like pastel vw convertible and her louis vuitton bag a real and, louis vuitton bag oh yeah but but because yeah the thing she shows up first day at this new school and like maybe like they don't get into enough into it enough to to show that it was maybe a defense mechanism but she just shows up like swinging her dick around like being a bitch to everybody like girl like yeah. blend in <laughs> be nice read the room first before you yeah start so I in think, like maybe that was to try and reinforce her arc of like coming around to you know fitting in at this new school and telling off well but she didn't even tell off her old school it was just that one girl winnie that she got the better of but she stayed friends with you know amber and sierra and brianna and why do i remember everyone's name from this movie Right. But yeah, well, like they end up like friends at the end. She's like, oh, come meet my new friends from my new school. And they're and she's like, this is Camille and Carisha. And this is like Tyson and Jesse. Like, why do I know everyone's name? <laughs> if you think about it, Brad and Winnie were the only problematic ones from the other school. Everyone else That's was true. pretty cool. Yeah. It was just Winnie causing all the problems. Who looks, she looked so familiar, but when I Google her, like, she's been on a couple soap operas, but, like, maybe she just has that real, like, bitch girl face. Right, yeah, because I, even I thought, it's like, ah, oh, she kind of looks like somebody else that I don't know the name of, uh, but but would yeah. be in a lot of these teen movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't but place it. But in the newer it. ones, yeah. even, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like that's the thing. Like I, I was expecting to Google Google her and be like, oh yeah, she was in that. But no, she wasn't in anything else that I recognized. So. Hmm. And you know what was back? Drinking milk. Oh yeah, you you were so upset by the milk milk drinking in these movies. <laughs> but I think I think though that's real because like I remember watching the like Jamie Oliver show when he like I think both the British one and the American one, where he came to schools and helped make over their cafeteria meals so they weren't feeding kids oh, Pepsi like processed and, yeah. chicken shit and stuff, pizzas and with every meal and french fries with every meal. And they do drink milk because the whole thing on that show was they were getting chocolate milk or strawberry milk oh, that's full of sugar. Okay. And he's yeah. like, what's wrong with plain milk? So that that is that is a real thing. I mean, I think growing up in Canada, like I definitely did. There was no cafeteria at any school I went to. My junior high had a a room full of tables in which you could eat the lunch that you brought yourself. Where occasionally there was a pizza day, but there was never like a, a, a lunch lady line with you know where you go and just get slop on a tray. Like, I, is that an American thing? But it's also a British thing. I don't know. Or it's. Well, no things. Well, for me, surprisingly, my school did have a cafeteria, and you could just buy your lunch every day. And most of the time, the kids were just buying French fries. Yeah, of course. 
Well, yeah, because we, my high, my high school, high school didn't have, I don't even, it might have had something that used to be a cafeteria. It was a really, really old school, so it didn't have the same spaces inside of it. So I think there was an area that might have once upon a time been a cafeteria, but we just ate lunch in the hallway, like in our various groups and just sat on the floor. Mm. Or we'd go to the bakery across the street and get a 15 cent focaccia wedge from the bakery. <laughs> that was the jam. Like I remember like everybody scrounging up like literally pennies to get 15 cents to go buy a focaccia wedge at the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> well, my high school had, well, actually it wasn't a lunchroom. It was the uh, a gymnasium and the auditorium, but uh, they have all the tables in there. And that was the lunchroom because we did actually have food fights. <laughs> what? No. Yes, yeah. No, those aren't real. No, it, it really happened. One time in our high school, this apple, because I guess the, the teachers, there was no teacher supervising for a few minutes for whatever reason. And all of a sudden, because I was hanging out with uh, the musicians and, and theater kids. So we were kind of... <laughs> in your silver vest? In your silver vest? <laughs> yes, in my silver shirt, sleeveless shirt <laughs> from Le Chateau. <laughs> and so we, we were sitting there and all of a sudden, because we were against the wall, an apple hits the wall and explodes and like apple bits are flying all over us. And we look around. We didn't. We didn't know who threw it. We we assumed it was the metalheads, and uh, so of course one of the theater kids jumps up on the table and says, "Hey, you assholes! You want a target? Aim at me!" And then food came from every goddamn direction at us because we realized, "Oh shit! Everybody hates us." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I was expecting when you said he jumped up on the table. I was like, please, please tell me he went, food fight. And then, <laughs> like, and then the food fight started. <laughs> no, he just taunted them and it became a oh. food fight. We had to retreat. We had to escape out, out of an exit because uh, the food was just coming directly at us. <laughs> oh, my God. Not so much of a food fight, it was more of a food apocalypse. <laughs> uh, yeah, a food, a food siege. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and we were like, run away. <laughs> With the, oh yeah, yeah, you were probably doing that too, because you were super cool. Although, <laughs> <laughs> that movie, I, I literally referenced that movie yesterday. <laughs> because I was... Did you see on my Instagram story? I, I wanted to wash my like my mattress cover from my bed, but it wouldn't fit in the washing machine. So I was literally like on my hands and knees in the bathtub, like scrubbing it like a peasant. And then I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I, did. I remembered. I was like, I'm 37. I'm not old. <laughs> like, like I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't been using that quote from Monty Python this whole year. <laughs> Uh, okay, oh yeah, because I was going to comment back to you. So why don't we just make it part of the podcast? I was going to tell you, you, <laughs> you know, right up the street from you is a laundromat with an oversized washer and an oversized dryer. I know, but I don't, didn't, well, like, because I almost it'd be worth it the in my washing machine. <laughs> it would be worth the $10 and quarters to just drag it up the street. <laughs> and use the laundromat no. that has the machines built for it. 
<laughs> no, we're in a pandemic, Andrew. I don't need to leave the house. <laughs> okay, fine. Do your peasant work. But yeah. Come see the violence inherent in the system. <laughs> help, help, I'm being repressed. See, I was a nerd too, but I kept my mouth shut so nobody ever threw food at me. <laughs> We've got no track. What do we do? We've got no track. Oh no. We've got no track. Let's reel it in. Gotta get back on track. Toot sweet. Get right back to the show! <laughs> oh. Oh, there was a record scratch moment in the movie. Yeah. Did the DJ even have records? It was 2006, so perhaps. Maybe. Uh. But also, there were no... Ad- other than the parents, there were no adults in this movie. Like, arguably, Rihanna wasn't even an adult. Like when she made the cameo. Fair enough. Oh uh, yeah, outside like there of the were, teacher. Oh no, there the was one, one. There was one teacher. Yeah, one teacher in the English class. When, oh yeah, when she first showed up at the Crenshaw Heights, who told her to, who only served the purpose of explaining how poor the school was. Right. Those are basically her only function. Oh yeah! Wow, that slipped by me. That yeah, no parents. <laughs> like there was no coach. Like they they didn't have cheer oh. coaches. Like there was a, even a football team. There was no football coach. Yeah. It was very, very weird. Oh, there was the one, there was an announcer at the very beginning who introduced Rihanna. She was an adult. Oh, yeah, and the judges, the judges <laughs> at the cheer off, like, who were apparently people, like, actual guys that well, we should have known. Yeah, exactly. But, the like, way they so talked about creepy. the one guy, yeah, the one guy's name, it was like, well, should I know that name? And the other guy, yes, he had the purple suit. And if there was a creep detector at the door, he wouldn't have been let in. Yeah, like he was wearing like a light purple jacket with like a dark purple shirt. And he <laughs> had like this kind of greasy mullet. Oh, yeah, because we were looking at the credits and they were like so-and-so as himself. Oh yeah, Jojo as himself. Apparently he's like a radio DJ, I guess, in Los Angeles. Sure. <laughs> sure. I guess that's only, you only know that if you live in Los Angeles. There was also a somewhat racist reference to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> oh, yeah, jeez. Yeah, Winnie, when she was being horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because she said something. And then and then she Amber said, was yeah. like, Winnie, that's racist. And she's like, bite me, Crouching Tiger. <laughs> I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And then when they showed up at the competition, she's like, well, if it isn't Hip Hop Barbie and her Wu-Tang Clan. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, my... My eyebrows almost shot off the top of my head. <laughs> I know, I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Very cringeworthy stuff in this movie. Apparently, Tony Gonzalez, self, uncredited. <laughs> All-star cheer squad is ready to bring it. He's he's apparently a thing. Hmm. Known for Oh, he was the oh they were the choreographers of the movie. Oh. Because I saw in the I don't know why I I noticed in the opening credits, it was like choreography by Tony G and somebody. So that's who they were. Mm, Okay. 
which still still a <laughs> couple of creepy looking dudes to hang and hang around cheerleaders they could have done a better job of explaining that again that's where they could have used a bit more exposition they could have been like please welcome our judges like famous cheer choreographers so and so and so and so and then that would have given a bit of context like we were expected to recognize them just by their faces <laughs> Oh, I should have started off with this, but this movie, just like the second movie, started off with the dream sequence open. <laughs> yes, I bet we'll have to see in the next three if they do yeah, that too. Yeah, because you, you called out the, the bare feet. that They were at the yeah, prom, Yeah, because they were at a school feet. dance, yeah. Mm. And then the I'm light like, lighting they... went all red, and then she yeah. farts. So, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, Fart a female joke. farting, the worst. Um, women don't do that, Andrew. That's why it was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't believe you're perpetuating this, Jessica. Perpetuating? It's science. <laughs> Jessica, when you were a teenager, did you talk in acronyms like they did? In I thought you were going to ask me if I farted. <laughs> <laughs> And I, the answer is still no. <laughs> I was going to say, of course you farted. Uh, but um, <laughs> did you talk in acronyms? Everybody in this movie no. talked in acronyms. No, they, it seemed like they were trying really hard to make that a thing. I mean, obviously, OMG has survived the years. And I have said out loud OMG, but not <laughs> often just as a joke. No, absolutely not. I'm trying to, I am trying to remember though, there was some word I used a lot in junior high. Well, my parents always got mad at me for saying it. And I can't remember what it was. I want to say it was wick, like short for wicked, but that is something I think my cousin said and told me about. No, it was, oh, I think it was something kind of negative. It was oh. like maybe slightly rude. Oh my God, it's going to drive me crazy. I cannot remember it to, to that, save my life. Because I did it all the time and my parents were like, stop saying that, it's dumb. That, that reminds me, that reminds me of one that my dad still to this day will make fun of me. It was when I was a, a teen and late 20s, one of the things that I would say is everything was way far. Oh, that was way far cool. Or... <laughs> My dad still burns me with that. Yeah. It was, oh my God, it's going to drive me absolutely nuts. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, let's sit here in silence while I think of it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, let's just go back to the music for one second here. Because, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we did talk about... Gwen Stefani, Avril Lavigne, yeah. Weezer, I think, uh, Rihanna. Yeah, that dirty, dirty little, little secret. secret song, whoever does that, and yeah, I can't. Oh, it's driving me nuts. I can't remember. <laughs> somebody's also look that up somebody's screaming at our podcast now. <laughs> but what the the all the, American rejects? There oh, we go. okay, okay, okay. And the the only missing artist uh, was JC's Chazé. As uh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah, because once once they hit us with some hollaback girl, I was like, oh man, they need blown me up with your love by JC Shazay. 
or, or Until Yesterday by J.C. Chazé, which is a which great song. you are the only person in the world that knows that song exists. <laughs> and it's incredible. I love that fact. <laughs> if, I knew, if I knew better how to use TikTok, I would like somehow get the picture of you in the silver vest and overimpose it with that song. <laughs> it would be like the sickest like multi Andrew Bird I could think of. You're lucky I don't know how to use use the technology. <laughs> oh, I'm very lucky. Oh, uh, when when it rolled to credits, uh, it went to a Solange song, and yeah. which was so Beyonce, but it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, I was quite impressed with that. And when we're reading the credits, Hayden Panettiere ha- actually sung a song in the movie. I wonder, I wonder if it was I just... I didn't know she was a singer. I don't know if she... Oh, she is, because she was on... Was she on Nashville? The show Nashville? And she played a country singer on that show. Oh, okay. Which I never watched, but I'm pretty sure. So maybe she is a singer. But we've talked um, about... Also... We've, we've talked about this before, that all of these movies that... Uh, that have singers acting when we look at the soundtracks there's none of their songs in the movies that they're in and it's so weird that they you know and this one because Mandy Moore wanted to be a serious actress this is more Hayden Panettiere who was already an actress wanting Mm. to be a singer (laughs) (laughs) uh okay yeah but it, it was just weird that it's it's like it blew my mind that that she would actually in the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, like one of the names I only recognized it because I was looking at the cast while we were in the movie. Two or three of the songs, maybe they were probably like little throwaway ones, but the singer was um, the same actress that played Brianna, like the one that they were giving a hard time for being so fat. <laughs> so yeah, apparently she's a singer too. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it is so true. I have for her. I have heard this in real life that so many actors want to be in a band and so many people in a band want to be actors. It's a... They all want to be triple threats. <laughs> and and none of them know how to dance. Well, in this, it was obviously Hayden Panettiere being like, I'm so good at dancing. And it was just painful the whole time. <laughs> like, oh. I can buy her as a cheerleader, but not as a dancer. Because, like, she's very tiny. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, before we round this out, did you have any cute boys in this? Oh, okay. I have to preface this with, (laughs) so, so, uh, uh, the quarterback, Brad, you know how I said he looked familiar? Okay. I, so I looked him up and he was who I thought it was, but just 16 years ago, him. So in this movie, he was appalling and he was horrible. But that actor is now super, 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 super hot. And obviously <laughs> like, playing roles that are more appealing too. That um, not necessarily. No, no, well, not this uh, like overtly bad. But, so obviously, you know what we do in the shadows, right? Yes, yes. So the, the what we do in the shadows, the TV series. Oh, he plays this character who keeps becoming the reincarnated lover of one of the vampires and he gets his head cut off in every incarnation of his <laughs> of his life and then in like the modern times in the movie or in the show he, his name is because his name in history was Gregor 
because yes. he was like, you know, some ancient European. But then in, mo- in this modern time, his name is Jess. And the vampire, she can't, she can't bring herself to say it because it's like, she's like, his name is Jerf. <laughs> and then, and instead of being this great warrior, he's like a parking attendant. And then he gets decapitated by like the arm that comes oh, down no. to close the parkade. And then he comes back as a ghost. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, so he's kind of a doofus, but like he's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah. So that's a stretch for a yeah. cute boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and also uh, Jesse, who was like the newer love interest at the new school. I didn't find him hot, but I found him very charismatic and like very like magnetic. Okay. So yeah. like he was, I found him very appealing, but like physically, I didn't find him attractive. But he was mm. very, yeah, like he was really charming. Right. Okay. So yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, and then obviously the best looking person in this whole movie was Rihanna. <laughs> She's a <laughs> goddess. She's like the most beautiful person to walk the earth. So obviously her. <laughs> so we're there. Well, since there were no adults in this movie, Andrew. <laughs> Except the Saved by the Bell, the college years, mom. So, I, I, I dare I ask, were there any Mila Kunis's? Keeping in mind that they were all probably actually 16. <laughs> yes, it, this this becomes a little problematic, but... Um... Okay, I'm going to do an <laughs> okay. age check, and then we can cut it out. <laughs> okay. Most of my answers are joke answers here today, uh, but <laughs> the first one I would say is the fat cheerleader because oh yeah, she was super hot. She was I super agree. hot, and even though you don't like me saying it, dad ass. <laughs> oh god! So she would have been ooh ooh Andrew, we're pushing it. She would have been, in 2006, she would have been 18. <laughs> so that means she could have been 17 when they filmed it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which is, I mean, in fairness, is surprising for a movie to actually cast teenagers. Like, okay. they, usually they're 22 or something, you know? Okay, I have a couple others here. Um, okay. My, my other Mila Kunis is all the stretching at finals. <laughs> Okay, well, they might have been adults, so that might be fine. Because when even you, like, I was like, what the hell is going on? And even yeah. you were like, what the hell? Because <laughs> it looked... Well, because they, the way they shot it was very intentional. Very pervy. Because, like, they started at, like, the feet and were, like, slowly sweeping up. And all you thought it was, like, two cheerleaders lying on top of each other. But then you finally saw them, like, oh, she's, like, stretching her leg. <laughs> Yeah, it was so. very, it was very, it was very the male gaze that that, <laughs> that camera shot. Yeah, so all the stretching was my was Amila Kunis, and <laughs> Carisha. Every time she said she wanted to cut a girl, uh, that was. Oh cool. yeah, I loved her. <laughs> yeah, but but specifically when she said she wanted to cut another girl, that was yeah. hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, she would have been she would have been twenty one. So that's okay. acceptable. Okay. And yeah, I loved her. She was so <laughs> I loved her. Loved her. She was pretty hilarious. 
Yeah. And I did have to shout out one 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 dude in the oh, film. Oh, she was on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one guy that I appreciated in this movie. He was a, just an extra in the movie at uh, at the prom when. Brad gets called out by Winnie for being a, a two-minute dude, and uh, oh, yeah. and there's a dude who reacts to that where he he just like does this weird thing and covers his mouth because he's laughing so hard, and like his reaction was was pretty priceless, <laughs> <laughs> like like oh sick burn. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah, there's like sick Rihanna burn too. Like when they when oh, they use yes. their cheerocracy to vote out Winnie at the end, they're like, <laughs> "Who thinks Winnie should not be the head cheerleader anymore?" And then all of the Pacific Vista pirates raise their hand, and then all of the Crenshaw Heights warriors raise their hand, and then all of the other teams raise their hand, and then Rihanna raises her hand. <laughs> and like, ooh, sick, sick Rihanna burn. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. That's enough about <laughs> yeah, this movie. I think so. More than enough. But my opinion on it. I could go on, though. I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> so, yes, it, it's one of these fish out of water stories. Hell of a lot of cringy parts. But it wasn't nearly as bad as uh, I thought it was going to be at first. I, I thought it was going to be a real train wreck. Uh, but it was actually okay it was a decent movie yeah it was yeah. i think it was a good like spiritual sequel to the first one like i mean they right. rehashed a lot of plot points but kept it you know its own thing and like you said the acting was good enough that it stood on its own two feet definitely better than the second one yes this one was watchable number two was painful so yeah it I had get... its moments <laughs> and it was felicia day <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd forgotten. <laughs> all, of, all, all of my pieces are about anguish. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jessica? What do you think of this movie overall? It was good. It was watchable. I'm not, I'm not like, ready to watch it again. But <laughs> yeah, with you there. Yeah, yeah. I am willing to recommend it to other people. <laughs> I will begrudgingly recommend it to other people as well. It's it's like if, if, if you you're have gonna nothing watch, better to do yeah. and you find it for free and not have to buy it on DVD in duplicate at Superstore, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> worth watching if it, when they bring it back to Netflix. <laughs> the end. So Jessica, where can we find us on the internets? On the internets, we are the most active on the Instagram, which is at Swimcast, S-W-Y-M-Cast, as well as Twitter, at Swimcast, or email at Swimcast at gmail.com. Okay, so stick around. There'll be a featured song, and there'll be outtakes uh, after the music ends. Bye! Bye! <laughs>
Today's feature song is titled Soul Glow, and it's one of the tracks that I wrote for the soundtrack of the podcast. So you've heard it before in the background, now you can hear it in all its glory. And after that, of course, there'll be some outtakes. start over from the beginning the beginning i think we're being radio drive time dj <laughs> <laughs> okay we can start over okay i'll maybe cut that in later or something <laughs> uh okay Jessica, uh, tell me about the movie we're going to see today. What is what is the title of the movie? Does my name like give some sort of like distinct waveform on the recording? Because you seem to restart everything with my name very loud. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I was. Doing that. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Let's. Okay, we're gonna start this again. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, whenever okay. I start a. Yeah. A segment, I come in loud, I guess. Yeah. Then go back to normal. Yeah, but always okay. with my name. Jessica. I feel like I'm in trouble. Jessica! <laughs> Jessica Francis! What are you doing? Uh, that, that, <clears throat> that'll be in the blooper reel. Okay. Okay, um, so we'll start this again. Okay. Could you maybe sit beside the couch here? Oh, if I must. Yeah, because you're 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 commenting, but this we, we're not going to be we, able to hear we, you. We, no, we won't hear it, and it's very difficult. It'll. It'll That's okay. It, it doesn't have to go on me. <laughs> it, it does because you're talking at the same time as us, so it has to be. You have to sit basically on the floor beside Jessica. Or shout. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> no, where are you? He's behind me. 
I can see the microphone, it's fine. The microphone can see me. Okay. Okay, so we'll keep on camera. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna resume now. Okay. Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god.